All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. Let's do the results for yesterday's draft. Ray, is this your first win? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Did you know you won? I knew it was very close. It's not, it's not close. But, I mean, in my world, I don't do it unless it's guaranteed and it's happened. So once now it's official, great. Well, three of us were in the teens, but you had 43%. Yeah! Raymundo with Friends, Family Matters, and Big Bang Theory in the draft of favorite TV comedies. Lunchbox at 18%, me at 16%, Amy at 15%. All rolling in there pretty close. <sighs> and last place. You ever finished last? Yeah, I've had a few last, but not, not very many. Uh, Morgan. She has Modern Family, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and The Simpsons. And uh, she has the championship belt right now, which is shocking to see the champ be in last place. I know. I don't like it. doesn't so, feel good. <laughs> so you're out next week, and next week we're doing our favorite Kansans. Well, maybe if Eddie's gone, right? If Eddie's oh, back, that's true. I can still be in. So that, I'm, I'm you rooting will be for in Eddie if Eddie's to be not gone. Here. <laughs> uh, look at you. You will be in if Eddie's not here. <laughs> Huh. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, Raymundo. You got yourself your first ever win. Yeah, now I just need the greatest comeback in the history of the drafts. We've only ever done one season of drafts, so this would be... Yep. Are you sad about... You think they're going to shut down baseball? Yes or no? Uh, no, they just did the four teams. Seems like all the others are going along. I just, just looked fine. at the odds. The odds are minus 125. They shut it down uh, some season. <laughs> it's NHL's perfect. Nothing, no positive tests. NFL, or maybe they're not doing anything. Okay, yet. Yeah, 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 not there. But NBA's been great. Bubble? So, yes. The bubble's the way to go. I think sports continues that way. They continue the games. Maybe some get canceled here and there. I wonder if they're going to do that with Dancing with the Stars. A bubble? If they do that show, they're going to have to do that. Because mm-hmm. so you're so talking about close. two people dancing, doing group dances. Can you imagine if they did the show virtually? It would not be a good show, would it? <laughs> no. Just a webcam? <laughs> yeah, no. Um. All right. Well, congratulations to Ray. Let's see what notes I had here. Uh, Rolling Stone dropped a list of the 75 greatest boy band songs of all time. What song do you think topped the list? The number one song. Uh, something by NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. No. No? Mm-mm. New Kids on the Block? Mm-mm. Boys to Men? Mm-mm. What? I Want You Back from the Jackson 5. Oh. Sorry. I didn't go far enough. 1969. At number two is Bye 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 from NSYNC. That was my guess. Candy Girl from New Edition at number three. Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way at number four. The new generations from this year, Moon by BTS. It's tough for me with songs I don't know the words to. And not just BTS, but like different language songs. Like when La Bamba goes off other than La Bamba, when there's a lot of songs, I'm just like, man, I, I don't know the word. And I don't learn the words well enough. Mm-hmm. Even Despacito. Before the English got into it, I'd know, Despacito, and then I don't know anymore. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I like them no matter what. Not not what you just played, because I've never heard that song before, but uh, I could see. My daughter loves th- that music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there are any other non-English language stuff that I would listen to as a kid. I just don't think it was a thing for us, so I, there wasn't. Selena? No, it wasn't big where I was. I'm I lived in Texas. Arkansas. Yeah. For you guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, uh, here are my favorite three boy band songs of all time. At number three, In Sync Gone. My favorite In Sync song. You're gone, baby girl. You're gone. Whoa. In Sync's my favorite boy band, but Backstreet Boys all I have to give is at number two. Because me and my roommate at the time, Courtney, we used to do a little dance to this during college. I saw Courtney in Oklahoma City. I tell you that. Yeah, you did. I'm glad y'all got to see each other. Yeah, it's good to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. And then my number one boy band song is. You know me. With the hat. No, that's that song. Oh, that's that one. Yeah. Hit it, Ray. No. Cause I, want it uh, I was in this group. Oh, that's right. I wouldn't have guessed it. You wouldn't have? Not, not no in this moment. Oh. You would have come to me. We did an interview. Um, yesterday after the show, I did an interview with uh, Yardley Smith, who's the voice of Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons. She's got a podcast coming out too. That's going to be in this Friday's episode of the Bobbycast, where it's it's a music podcast. And we'll talk about new releases coming out this week, including the Dan and Shay song, which I've heard and is really good. Not through anybody cool. I just I know Dan and he was like, "Going to hear it?" And he doesn't make me listen to it in front of him, which is great because that's always awkward because you're like, "How do you react when you like a song?" Mm-hmm. Or you um, don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about new music. Yeah. That's happened before. Yeah. Or it's not I didn't like it. It's just it took me a second to get it. Sometimes I hear songs I need to hear it four times to get it. Same. And then I'm all about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't always get it the first time, meaning I don't feel the hook, the, the chorus. But that's good. And then uh, Nikita Carmen and Walker Hayes are putting out a new song together, which is really good. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So okay. that'll be up on the Bobbycast. We were talking about new music every week. We... Um, we have a new game we're doing. All this, which you'll hear in a minute. Um, you have an episode up today? A Q&A episode, yeah, fifth thing. It's when I answer emails that have been sent in, so you can check that one out. Are you guys still doing the sports show even though Eddie's not here? Yeah, we call him on the phone and make him go live from the Corona Cove. Mm. <laughs> All right, so that's still up? <laughs> yep. How many days a week are you guys doing that? Uh, we're doing three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Yep. So no new one today, but no, tomorrow. Right, but if you want to catch up on what you missed yesterday. That's a good point. Uh, check out the Sore Losers. All right, we're into today's show. Thank you, guys. Raimundo, congratulations on your win. Yeah! Thank you very much. We'll see you guys. Hey, guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Blake Shelton coming up a little later. Uh, I watched the first episode of the Jeffrey Epstein series on Netflix. I don't know if I can do another one. It's so dark. It's not even uh, compellingly horror-ific. I don't know. The Ted Bundy stuff, I'd be like, man, it's horrific. I watch another one. Jeffrey Epstein, I'm like, what an awful guy. I don't don't like how it makes me feel. Maybe it's also too close to it. Maybe if I was watching Ted Bundy the same year he was doing all that stuff, it would feel weird. Yeah. I don't know. We watched the first one, and Caitlin was like, I'm not watching another one. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, mean, I thought I could probably watch, but it's tough. It's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Should I keep going? I think so. I mean, for if anything, just to kind of be informed of That's how, how it's it. happening, what's happening, and that it's literally happening right here and with 
there's plenty of public figures that are probably still working right now that were involved with him and they're just living their lives. There weren't a lot of celebrities in the first episode, just really Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Yeah. And I don't know that they're necessarily celebrities. They're just powerful people yeah. that that have control. Kevin Spacey got mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I can keep going. They do have that. I saw Kissing Booth 2 came out and did well. It's the number one movie, apparently, of the whole week. Well, I, I didn't know there was Kissing Booth 1. Same. I was about <laughs> to be like, Netflix what? Movie. <laughs> Mike D, have you seen the Kissing Booth movies? I haven't seen it yet, but they like filmed it in secret. Why? They didn't tell anybody. Why? They, were they Why filming so? with iPhones or? I don't know. Did they release Kissing Booth 1 at secret? <laughs> like, Did you watch Kissing Booth 1 or 2? Uh, I haven't seen it, no. I think for your movie podcast, this is the biggest movies in America. Okay. You got to watch Kissing. Morgan, have you seen them? Yeah, I've seen I've seen both of them. And I love both of them. They're really? Like, they're they're about. Wait, what's Kissing Booth about? They're like little rom-coms, I guess. I, they're more teenage rom-coms, which I love. Um, but yeah, they're just about kids in high school and it's around a kissing booth and these people are falling in love with the right people or the wrong people. It's really good. They're really cute movies. How long are they? I think they're about two hours each. Ugh. And there's a third one already I filmed saw and ready for the next year. Wait, it's already filmed? Yeah, they, they filmed that one while they filmed the second one. So it's ready to be released next year. Hey, Mike, speaking of movies, didn't Avatar film like three movies at once? Yeah, but they're, they haven't started yet. They're delayed. I thought they filmed them like years ago. No, he came up with the ideas for them years ago, but they haven't filmed them yet. They still haven't filmed the next Avatar movies? No, two or three, no. Which was the biggest movie. It broke all the box office records at the time. I think since then, the like uh, Power Aven- Rangers. Avengers. Avengers have beaten <laughs> it. Same thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're not, they haven't shot it yet, huh? No. We're, we're struggling with shooting our show. I should have had four episodes done now, and we, we have none done. Uh-huh. Um... So we have next week we're not working, but then we're supposed to go, like I said yesterday, Bozeman, Montana. And so to shoot the first one, but it's such a heavy protocol with COVID. We have Disney protocol we have to follow. We have Nat Geo protocol because Disney owns Nat Geo. And then we have BBC protocol. And so we think we can go to Montana and shoot the first episode. Do you know what it's about? Sure. None done. Well. I thought it was with the wrestler. No, that one got moved because you can't wrestle oh. in COVID. My, her oh. name was Frost. My name was, and they were like, you're going to be your tag team partner. And so I wanted a team to be called Frostbite. And so I made myself Bobby the Biter. And they're like, first of all, you can't <laughs> wrestle in COVID. And second of all, you can't run around biting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to for sure get COVID. Um, so, okay. You ready? This was what the first episode is going to be if we're able to shoot it. Because, let me find it. Here it is. They're going to kill me at some point. For, uh, the guy's a sheep rancher. I move a flock of 6,000 sheep, um, avoiding the grizzlies. Because there are grizzlies everywhere, and you got to move the sheep in places that the bears aren't because the bears will eat the sheep. 6,000 of mm-hmm. them? That's why it's such a big deal. It's so many sheep. How do you plan to herd them? This guy that I'm working with, Evan, is a fourth-generation sheep rancher. So. Wow. He has a sheep-to-shelf wool cl- clothing company. Anyway, that, that's what the plan is for, not next week, but the week after that, to fly up and go to Bozeman and shoot that show. Won't that be a cool show, though? Like, even a cool episode there? Yeah, I mean, I just hope that you don't really have to have an encounter with a grizzly bear. Well, I kind of hope I have a, like, an encounter that's not super close, but I want to see one. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to eat a sheep. I mean, I guess it needs to be interesting, huh? Do you see the, the viral video of the, the bear that was going up with the girl, and she just had a freeze? 
Mother Bear was just like oh, up on her. Like, oh, it was awful. I haven't seen it, but oh. isn't, is that what you're supposed to do? Freeze? Maybe that's not what I'm going to do. Because I would run. Yeah, but I'd be, I'd be I like know. this. Ah! <laughs> right. Be like feet. I need you to come through for me now because we're about well, to go. I can't. I haven't seen the video, so tell me what happens. The bear walks up to them. It's more than one person. Mm-hmm. Like three girls or something. Yeah. And the bear walks up to them. It's like sniffing her. And she just chills. And she, the bear's like, and like hitting her a little bit. This is not, not heavy. Is it where she took a selfie? No, 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 no. She's just oh, walking yeah. on a trail, and he and the bear starts tapping her on the arms and yeah. stuff, and she just stands there frozen. Just locks up. And, I'm always and then walks thinking, away? Here's what I'm thinking always. When I'm watching somebody video that crap, I'm like, they, they can't jump in and save her. But I wouldn't stay there videoing it because a bear may come after me. I would run. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do if I ever encounter a bear. Because you're not supposed to run. They can run fast, Bobby, and then they'll get you. But I feel like if I stand still and I freeze and I say... Hey, Don't say anything. Why would you say something? Well, just, <laughs> if you're going to freeze, just lock it okay, up. Okay, then I won't. I, with my eyeballs, I'll be like, hey, little bear. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a listener named April that called in. Hi, Bobby. I just had a question about my wedding. So with everything going on, we had already scheduled our wedding once already. And so now we're supposed to get married August 1st. And I'm just wanting to know what your guys' thoughts are if we should still go ahead and go with the wedding or if we should do a last minute cancellation and maybe hold off till next year just let me know what you guys think thanks last minute that's this week yeah it's coming up holy so, cow uh, uh there's so many factors yeah. we don't know is it outside like is it people, spread out yeah 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 Yeah. Is, can you do it i would say distanced? you get married mm-hmm. and if you can cancel it if people don't aren't losing a bunch of money what I would do is I would get married, not tell anyone we got married, have the wedding in the spring so everyone feels like they're coming to a wedding, have the whole thing, make it feel beautiful, be beautiful, and then at the end, at the end of the night, be like, hey, listen, honestly, we were married last summer. We just wanted you guys to be able to experience this joyful wedding without going, uh. Yeah. That's what I would do. I think there's so many factors into this. I mean, the fact that you're asking us probably means you probably think you should postpone it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's several ways to go about it. I mean, there's Bobby's way, or you could... That's the only way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's Bobby's way. way, or you could have, a, like, dial it down to where it's, like, people in your network that if you're not worried, again, we don't know how many people are invited, but as long as you can keep it safe and you go ahead and exchange vows and do the thing, and then you're married, and then if y'all had a reception planned next year when it's more comfortable, you could have the celebration. People aren't going to come to that, though. To they're the gonna, celebration? Not yeah, if they're that's from the out best of, But part. not if they're from out of town. No one's going to go, they're already married. Let's just well, go to a party. People aren't traveling that much right now anyway. Right, but next year I'm saying no one's going to come to just a celebration. Oh, okay. I mean, would you if, you're, if you had something come up, you, but your friends have already been married and they're just having a celebration for it, you're not going to make that a priority to get there, if as much as if it were a wedding. So you just fake everybody out and get that's married. That's why I think I want everybody there. Yeah. <laughs> That oh. would be why the fake out happens to make sure everybody gets back. Oh, okay. Because I will prioritize a wedding. A wedding and a funeral, I'm going to drop almost everything to get there. A party. Ugh. For your friends who's. They've already got been married. It's not of- even. A, I'm not going to prioritize that probably. Okay. Yeah. We're just different. I get it. I get what you're saying. Raymundo, what do you think? You're supposed to get married in October. What advice would you give her? Uh, you and the dude or whoever's in the decision-making process, your wedding planner, you guys are the only opinions that matter. Do you want to just go like Nike? Just do it. Don't let anybody in from out of state. And this isn't the time to do it extravagant, but you can definitely pull it off. And you guys in October are still planning on Nike-ing it? 
Yeah, but uh, there ain't going to be no fireworks. We're not going to have a circus, a bunch of different vendors. It's going to be very, very minimal. It sounds more like a job fair that you were thinking. <laughs> than- <laughs> what? His original, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's cut and dried now, so. Still the same amount of people? Uh, maybe reduced a little bit because you got to be according to your state laws and stuff like that. You can't be over a hundred. So it's been dropped. It's now it's not bring your best friend, bring a girl you talked to in second grade. It's mainly just blood right now and, uh, grooms and significance and brides and significance. Have you had to uninvite folks? Uh, yeah, those uninvited people just won't, uh, get the old save the date. So haven't you already sent those out? We did, but we reduced them a lot. So, so you we were, invited people, but didn't didn't send them the save to date. Correct. So we uh, we were a little bit ahead yeah. of it. They, you mean they were on your list? You just didn't end up. So you didn't like call and po- invite them. Correct. At one point, the list was one fifty deep, and we just keep whittling it down. If you didn't get a save the date, you can't come, and you don't even know about it. Okay. So you didn't invite people by mouth or phone, and then not send them a save the date. Correct. Okay. Uh, good luck, April. The wedding's coming up in about an hour, so you need to get on it. <laughs> yeah. Make up your decision. No, there's so many brides in this predicament. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number if you want to leave us a voicemail. Thanks, guys. All right, welcome to a brand new segment on the show. We don't really have a name for it yet. <laughs> Music Trivia Against the Musician? I don't know. That's a working title. Each week, we'll come up with a better name. Stay tuned. Uh, on the phone right now is a listener named Alana. Hey, Alana, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Where do you live? I live in Arlington, Virginia, just outside D.C. Oh, cool. Well, do you feel like you're pretty proficient in music? Um, I guess. I don't know. It depends it's, on what a category. Yeah, that's what. That's the deal. It's pretty tough because there's Adam Hambrick's here too, who we're, we're just going to say is a guy at this point. <laughs> Because you, you only just get to guy. talk about what you do if you win. Like, that's that's what you're playing for. Oh, okay, okay. Your deal. promotion is if you win. Deal. Her deal, if she wins, she wins $50, and I Venmo it to her immediately. Ooh. So, Adam Hambrick right now, just a guy, just my friend who stopped by. Just a guy. So just that's bro. But that's why you want to win. That's why I want to win. All right, Atlanta, so what are you doing uh, right outside of D.C.? Um, I work at a professional organization, association. That is the most generic term for a job <laughs> I've ever heard. A professional association of organizations. What is it again? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a professional association for country club managers. Okay. Ah. You're a spy, aren't you? That's always what they say. They're like, you know, I, I work at an organization of uh, places. Yeah, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you are a spy. It's <laughs> so the first spy we've ever had on the show. Um, so you'll each get five questions. And I have a whole other set in case there is a tie. Okay. Now, Adam, since you're the celebrity, you get to pick. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. I'll, ladies first. You're up first, Atlanta. You get you get your first question. Which country right. singer, which famous country singer wrote Patsy Cline's hit, Crazy? Willie Nelson? Correct. Wow. Boom. Wow, look at her. She comes out swinging. Adam Hambrick. Who was the first country artist to sell over 10 million copies of an album? Garth Brooks. Correct. It's his self-titled debut album. It's a good one. We are at one-to-one. Alana, which song by the band Survivor was the theme song for the 1982 movie Rocky III? Um. The band was Survivor. They put out a song in 1982. What was that song? Oh gosh. Five seconds. I don't think I know. You know, it's going to bum you out when you miss it. 
I know. Oh, Time no. is up. We put a little clock on you in case you try to Google, which we know you would never do because you are a professional organization of management associates, and that is not what you guys are about. Uh, that is Eye of the Tiger. It's the no. Eye of the Tiger, ready to fight. Come on, you know that. All right, Adam. Yes. Which country legend, a member of the Grand Ole Opry since... 1991 was hired by the Eagles following the death of Glenn Fry. It was definitely Finsky. It was Vince Oh yeah, Hill. that is correct. Adam takes the lead by one. Alana. Which artist whose hits include Born to Run and Glory Days has the nickname The Boss? His nickname Correct. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Adam Hambrick, which famous composer created some of his greatest music while he was going deaf. Beethoven. Correct. Boom. Was that a guess, or did you no, feel no. pretty confident about that? No. <laughs> felt, you, felt good about you it. You had the tone of Beethoven? Beethoven? I... Alana. Which music icon began his career as a member of the group The Wailers? Ooh. Which music icon began his career as a member of the group They were called The Wailers? Um, Five seconds. I have no idea. The answer was Bob Marley. That's incorrect. Bob yeah. Marley and the Wailers. Yeah. Darn it. Adam, which <laughs> two country singers teamed up for the 2003 hit Beer for My Horses? Oh, that would be Toby Keith and Willie Nelson, y'all. He's not going to miss one, folks. That's a, that's a great song. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorite country songs of that decade, to be honest. Atlanta, which British singer teamed up with Queen... In 1981, for the hit "Under Pressure." Oh man. Um. Paul McCartney. That's incorrect. It was Vanilla Ice. <laughs> That's it was, who, it was Vanilla dun, dun, Ice. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it was uh, David Bowie. Atlanta, you oh, didn't man. win, but man, you played a heck of a game. You came out strong. When you hit that first one, and you knew Willie Nelson wrote "Crazy," I thought we got a contender. Yeah, because I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one. I was uh, I, I felt ashamed of my my country fanhood for a second. <laughs> well, Alana, you did not win $50, but that w- is very cool to have you on the show. What's happening today at work? Hey. Um, not a whole lot. Working from home, just, you know, quarantine in a way. It's a new world. Adam Hambrick. Uh, that's it. Hey, you win. You're, you're one to know. You know what? I feel really good about that because you texted me last night and I was like, you know, I don't know if I actually know music trivia or if I'm just in music. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here. Uh, follow Adam at Adam Hambrick. The one thing you should, it, it will give you good luck if you follow Adam today on Instagram. I like that. At Adam Hambrick. If you don't, you'll have bad luck. Bad luck. And I'm putting that on you right now. But if you do, you'll have great luck. Like a broken mirror. That's right. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kane and Shay will be sharing a new song on Friday called I Should Probably Go to Bed. Justin Moore shared what kind of drinks he's actually into. I don't drink a ton of beer. I drink more like vodka. And so, uh, trying to watch my girlish figure. Uh, but when I do drink beer now, usually it's like better stuff, craft stuff like that or whatever. Kit Moore hasn't minded being in quarantine. I've always been somewhat of an introvert, and I'm forced to be an extrovert every day in my life for the most part. So, um, I, I'm aware of how heavy this situation has been for a lot of people. And I've definitely had my own moments, but for the most part, I've been completely fine during this time. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Come on, 
It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a pilot is being called a hero after safely landing a plane on a Pennsylvania highway. He was up in the air. There was two other passengers on board and the Cessna engine like failed mid-flight. So he had no other choice but to navigate through cars That's the on crazy the highway. part too because I'm sure just landing on the road wouldn't be that crazy but trying to right. find a spot without cars. And they did hit one car but there was just minor <gasps> oh. damage. Imagine if your car just <laughs> driving to work and a plane lands on top of you. <laughs> so but he was able to bring the plane down successfully and stayed calm. Well I guess I think I haven't heard the audio. What if but- you're looking up? And you're like, that plane sure is coming down close. I know, that'd be crazy. That's shocking for everybody. Mm -hmm. But nobody was hurt? No, nobody was hurt. They landed. Minor damage. Man. All right. That qualifies. That's what it's all about. (laughs) That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A man was dressed in his Viking gear, had a real sword, and was practicing his moves in the living room. He said, here, girlfriend, stand right here. So he's practicing his moves, and he gets the sword a little too close, and he sliced her artery in her (gasps) neck. Oh, no. What? Oh, my goodness. I'm they assuming were, she's okay. Oh, she's okay. They Paramedics arrived in time, got her a blood transfusion. She, <laughs> But he was dressed in his Viking gear using a real sword, practicing his moves when he accidentally sliced her <sighs> that neck. That is so scary. He wasn't very good at his moves, huh? <laughs> or was he? And, Too good. Uh, all right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Uh, here is Amy that called and left a voicemail last night. One of our teachers tested positive five weeks ago, and at every test since then, she has still tested positive. But the Metro Board of Health gave her a letter that said she is completely fine to return to work and is no longer contagious after her symptoms were gone for three consecutive days. So thankfully, we're able to have her come back to work because of that. But she was told that she could continue receiving positive results for up to 10 weeks after her original diagnosis. So I'm just curious what you guys are going to do about Eddie if he continues to test positive. That's a great question. Eddie's on the phone right now. Eddie, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. This what, is crazy, man. Ten weeks? What would be your recommendation to us? Uh, my recommendation would be uh, I want to feel 100% because I'm still in that 90, 95, 96% range where, where I feel good, but definitely feel like something is still up in my body. You know, so so I don't feel comfortable 100% being around people. Like, let's be real. Like, I, and right now, I really don't. But maybe in a couple of days, I will. I feel like I need to be 100% symptom-free before I can be around you guys. Eddie said that at times, we were talking off the air, and at times, it just hits him. He's like, like a load of bricks. And he has to just go lay down. Yeah, I mean, then I would say that that's still a symptom. So what happens? You're just chilling, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I got to take a nap. Yeah, man, I'll, just, I'll be feeling fine, you know. I'll be walking around, maybe doing, you know, cooking or something in the kitchen, and then I'll just get really weak, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down for a little bit, and then I'll just fall asleep. Raymundo said and this. That, let me hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt. There, I thought you were done. Raymundo, do you want to say something, Eddie? Yeah, about the CDC. Yeah. So they just came out with some new stuff, and it says that after 10 days of experiencing the symptoms, which we're well past that with you, it said you can return to work. And that's guidelines from the absolute top of the top. And they said that employers should follow that new protocol. It wasn't originally like that, but going forward, that's a but, new thing. You don't even have to take a second test. But but I feel like Eddie's still having that. That's a symptom. That's why I was saying I'm I'm processing what he's saying, and it's a symptom if you're still getting tired. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. 
No, no, yeah, that's. I was just going to say, like, it only lasts for about 30, 30 minutes or so, and then I feel energized again. But I, Ray, I, that's I said that yesterday. I mean, that's what the that's what the nurses and the doctors told me. They're like, they're like, tell your work. Then if they're going to follow these guys, you know, if they're going to wait for a positive result, a negative result, then I mean, I could wait. You know, they could be waiting for months. They said. Mm-hmm. I can't do months without Eddie. Oh, I can't do months without you guys, man. This, I'm, t- I'm sorry. To, hey, this sucks. Like, really? <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's coronavirus. <laughs> it does suck. Like, this is not good. Uh, uh, do you have any segment you wanted to pitch to us today? Uh, I want to ask you guys, have you guys ever done meditation? Like, real, real, real talk. I've tried. tried. When I was uh, really having trouble with PTSD after I'd been jumped and robbed, I tried to sit at the edge of my bed and separate myself. And I was not good at it, and so I just kind of gave up on it. I think that if I probably would have dedicated myself to it, I could have been better. But no, yes, but I wasn't good enough to feel like I should keep going. Why? Yeah, something popped up on my Instagram, and it was like a meditation Christian app or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. Let's give it a shot. And I I mean, I can't do it. Like, I, I spent about 10 minutes listening to this girl, and I just started thinking, like, well, what does this girl look like? <laughs> you know, I, so I started Googling, and next thing you know, I'm not paying attention to any of it. Eddie, why are you so creepy? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I would be honest, the same like, way. I would be, she would be talking, and I would be like, I wonder if she's ever done broadcasting before. I wonder if I should Google her, <laughs> oh. what she's been up to. If she's at, and, and then I would go, I wonder if well, the guys from Google, when they invented this, what kind of room were, you know, the, speaking of rooms, the paint color. And I would just she'd go down a complete, <laughs> okay. like I did, I had to go. It's something I haven't said yet. When I had to go and do some more tests for my brain, they put me in a dark room and told me to lay there for an hour. Now, no phone, no TV, no light. They were like, lay here for an hour because we need your brain to try to relax. So separate yourself from everything else in the world. And it was just that. I laid down and closed my eyes, and I was like, eyelids, aren't those weird? Like, we had those little things that close up our eyes to darkness. That darkness, is there a such thing as real darkness? Because if... A dog can see through dark, but we can't. And it was just the whole hour was me just walking down a trail of just stupidity. That was the that's same. Ex- yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. I think the, the lady said something like, "All right, try to forget everything." And immediately in my mind, my, that Sam Hunt song comes on. It's like <laughs> <laughs> hard to forget. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot concentrate." It's like I go to the airport and they would go, "All right, don't talk about anything that could be bomb related." Like you, and now all of a sudden in my mind, I'm like you dropped a bomb on me, baby. <laughs> or it's like in church when they're like, "Be serious, don't laugh," and you're like. <laughs> and you're fighting it the whole time. All right. So no more. Ad- Did you pay for that app, Eddie? No, you can pay for it. This was the free version. But I even got a little clip that I sent to Ray so you guys can hear what I'm talking about. Okay. This is a seven-minute guided mindfulness meditation on dealing with anxiety. Let's begin by finding a comfortable position. Begin by taking three slow, deep, calming breaths. I would start going, I wonder which country that Try is. To focus. Is it England? <laughs> Maybe New Zealand? Just. wonder if her parents were... That, that, that's what I... All right. Well, Eddie... Yeah, that's about, the, that's about the time I started Googling what this girl looks like. Did you find out... <laughs> you're such a creeper. <laughs> did, yeah. did, did you find out what she looks like? I did. There was a picture of her, yeah. And how'd that go? I mean, not exactly what I pictured, but yeah. I mean, she's she's pretty girl, yeah. I Googled, well, here, I was playing NBA 2K20, and there's a guy that does the voice of the character I play, and I Googled what he looked like. 
I feel like what does he look like? I feel like mine's less creepy than what Eddie did. Yeah. But I did. But I did hear a voice and go. I wonder what that guy looks like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The, the positive about the meditation though is that my kids are just so loud. The house is loud all the time. It does give me kind of an excuse to get away and like, you know, get a little silence. So you have it. an excuse. It's Corona. Stay in <laughs> no. your room. But I, I'm I'm all I'm I'm part of the family now. I'm not stuck in my room anymore. Thank God. Okay, there he is, our producer Eddie. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Would anyone on the show be willing to take the risky coin flip challenge? So what I'd do is I'd flip a coin, and if it landed on tails, I win. But if it landed on heads, you would get $100. Hi. But then what happens if... Yeah, that's the question. Oh, you shave off your eyebrow. Oh, no. Mm. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> hey. Risky coin flip challenge. I mean, Raymundo staring at me. Yeah. I, is it the uh, three lines on the eyebrow or mm, the off? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Heck. Now I see how it gets its name, the risky eyebrow challenge. It's I like 50 that. 50, Raymundo. So listen, I flip the coin. Heads, you win. You get the cash. Woo. You know who loves cash? You do. And we've done a lot of coin flips in that studio. It is a head heavy studio. It is. I will tell you that. <laughs> it is head heavy. It really is. Uh, but tails. Mm, off goes the eyebrow. I, that's the thing. I can't, though. I, we're doing some wedding stuff, and I can't roll <laughs> no, up to Well, a, it's always something, right? There's always an excuse. I know, but this stuff, sometimes there's pictures involved, and that's for life. What are the next pictures you're taking for the wedding? At the ven- uh, venue. Just uh, stuff out there with, you know, I mean, there's always. It's not, it's never ending. Okay. So you don't want to take the risky coin flip challenge? If I wasn't getting married this year, I would. How, what if I add to it another $20? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, he's going to need more. 120. Nobody I mean, else is talking? Lunch isn't interested? Why aren't you interested? Yeah, Listen, what, what no, do you no, need no. an eyebrow for? <laughs> <laughs> I am not walking around this world. I, I feel like the eyebrow, man, That's that, that'll take months to grow back. Like, I will look like a fool for months. I don't know about months, and you can pencil it in. Well, would we like to take a test run? Let me Google how many months to grow back an eyebrow. <laughs> Oh, there goes the eyebrow. Yeah. Like two weeks. Let's see. Huh! What to say? Eyebrow. Go ahead. Four <laughs> to six months. <laughs> Four no to six chance. months? No. For an eyebrow? Our executive producer, Scuba Steve. I-, I was thinking about it myself, too. I could use a little extra cash. It's 50 50. I mean, you could just walk yeah. out of here 100 bucks richer. And you wear a hat every day, Scuba. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm down. Let's do it. <gasps> I'm yeah. in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm an OG radio guy. I'm in, I'm in for it. Wow. Okay. okay, so why don't we do this then? Unbelievable that he's going to do this. This is amazing. I'll do it. Do we even have clippers? Or do we want to just see if he wins and do it tomorrow? I have a yeah. razor. You have a razor? Oh. Just like God. a girl. Let me flip one. today and shave tomorrow. Okay, well, we can flip. Let's play this song. Okay. Body Like a Back Road. <laughs> we'll come back on the other side of it and we'll flip the coin. Do you want to do best of. I'll give you best of three. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Because if I, what if I get it on the first one, then I can I cash out right there? That's not how best of three works. Oh, you can't, you can't just <laughs> I'll tell you what, manipulate I'll, it how I want it to be. I'll give you two minutes okay. or three minutes of the song on the other side of the song because I have the coin here. Okay. You can, what is this, a nickel? Wait, are you flipping the coin or am I flipping it? Um, I'm flipping, neither one of us. Okay. I'll flip for you. We'll let Mike D oh. impartial oh. flip okay. the coin. Okay. So if it lands on heads, you win. It's a head okay. heavy room. Or if it lands on tails, I win. When I win, you have to shave your eyebrow off. My anxiety is going for the roof now, but I'm, I'm still in, though. You want best of one, three, or five? 
Let's do uh, let's do best of three. Okay. Uh, I would have just done the one and done. Okay, best of three it is. Making a rare appearance in our studio is our executive producer, Scuba Steve, who has agreed to take the, the risky coin flip challenge. So we're going to do best of three. Let me get the money out here. All right, let me see it. Like the old game shows. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. Well, I heard there's an extra 20 in there. You're gonna 120. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to flip this coin three times. Mike D's gonna flip it. Come on, you can, you can come over here by the oh, stage. Oh man, I know. So I heads, s- I'm safe. Tails, I'm not. Yeah, you okay. want heads, I want tails. Okay. Because <laughs> tails, I get to keep my money, Correct. and we shave your eyebrow off. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. So, Mike D, what what kind of coin we got there? We have a nickel. And what year was that minted? Because looks like 1803. Oh no, there's no, no way. way. <laughs> <laughs> 2004. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the nickel and run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're gonna do best of three. He wants heads. I want tails. We're ready for coin oh flip number God. one. Up for grabs go. is an eyebrow. Number one. Number one. Here we go. No, no, no. You oh, gotta drop whoa, it on the ground. Whoa, it doesn't whoa. count. All Just right. flip it higher and drop it on the ground. It's up. It's down. Oh, one and done. You'd be out of there, man. Yeah. I know. Oh, okay, I, know I like risky business. Let's do it. Uh, all right, here we go, baby. Give me that tails. Come on, tails. Tails, 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 tails. Tails. <laughs> I mean, you got it. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo! All Getting right. Nervous. Ray, I need some, some kind of music for this blast flip. Oh, man. I'm just sweaty. How you feeling right now? What will your wife say if you go home and you're missing an eyebrow? Well, we're married, so she's forced to love me forever, so I think I'll be okay. And Lunchbox said it takes how long? Uh, six months to grow back. And I got a question. Could we do double or nothing here? Double the money and double eyebrows for this last flip. <laughs> Come on, let's go! I think I uh, will wait to see the results. Hold on, one. you know what? <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. I mean, if you're you missing know, one eyebrow, what's the Yeah, difference? you might as well shave two. <laughs> you could be, that would you know be I'll make, it, I'll make it two hundy for both eyebrows. Yeah! <laughs> let's go! <laughs> I'll make it two, two bills straight. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stick with just the one. It's oh, easy to explain. It's easy to, hey, I'm already here. No guts to do this. Okay, okay, okay. No guts, no glory. <laughs> All right. Uh, how old is your son? He's two and a half. Think of what you could buy him with 200. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I can get him a lot with 120. That's a lot true, of cool that's blues, true. All right. Clues paraphernalia. We have one final <laughs> flip. Wow. Anything you want to say, Steve? Mike, please give me a heads. Okay, uh, jack that music up. Here we go. This is the last flip for $120. Heads, he gets the money. Tails, we get the eyebrow. <laughs> Let's get it on. Here it is. Mike is going up. The coin is in the air. Oh, wow. It is down. Uh, it is. No! Tails. <laughs> Just doubling nothing for that money for the other eyebrow now? Let's do it! So, so if I win this one, then I get to keep get all to the keep money your... and no eyebrows. No, no, no. If you win this one, you get to keep both eyebrows and no money. Yep. <laughs> but if you lose, you can just get the one eyebrow. Let's do so 200 bucks and no no no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. The money's gone. Mon- but the you get to gone. keep your eyebrow if you win the next one. But if you don't, you lose double the eyebrow. Oh, 
<laughs> Wait, and no, still no money? Wait, he's already down on the eyebrow. Yeah, Why would I give him money? Eyebrow, so he True. gets the eyebrow back. <laughs> I see how this works. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, that um, just seems so... I think I want to do Double or Nothing. Yeah! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is the greatest <laughs> I'm wondering if I should call my wife and ask her for the second one. <laughs> oh okay, oh that's the three. Okay. Come on, Tails. <laughs> We're playing for two eyebrows here. Heads. Oh, heads. Man, I'm, I'm so nervous. Here already. we go. Give us that Tails, Mike D. All right. Give us that Tails. Oh. Tails. Oh. It's Tails. Yeah. Let's go. Now he misses. Well, you got to get to it. That's three. Two more. Oh, I thought it was just that yeah, one. No. I was like, why is he not more mad oh, right head. now? Hey, hey, hey. By the way, quit hitting the damn ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Mike flips it. It's yeah. ceiling. I feel like every <laughs> single time this has been, this has been rigged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If, if this lands on tails, oh, Scuba Steve loses both eyebrows tomorrow. Scuba, you need a break? You're good. <laughs> I'm good. Let's just All get right. with it. All right. Here we go, Mikey. Flip it up. Come on. Tails, oh, my baby. God. Tails, baby. Tails, baby. Tails, baby. I'm tails, nervous. Baby. Can I give my beard for the eyebrows? Wait, I feel like can he get the money too? No, he lost. Tomorrow morning we'll be shaving on both of his eyebrows. He didn't lose. He lost twice. He came out of nowhere. Bald you one eyebrow. There goes the other. So here's what we're gonna do. Tomorrow this time we'll shave off your eyebrows unless you bring something to the to the mix that's even better than your eyebrows. So you have 24 hours to think about that. Okay, all right. If there's oh my gosh, if there's something that you. Oh, my instant pitch is my beard. No, we don't care about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay there he is. Uh, tomorrow morning at this time, Scuba Steve will be shaving off both his eyebrows. Dang, he didn't lose just once. He lost twice. And, and now 50, he has 50. no money and no, no eyebrows. No money and no eyebrows. <laughs> what? Uh, like, all right. explain this to me. Earlier, he was going to also get money and uh, no eyebrow. He was going to get money if he won, lose an eyebrow if he lost. Oh. Well, he lost, so he owed me an eyebrow. Well, he was gambling <laughs> to get that eyebrow back. <laughs> he lost. Got it. Okay. I'm like, just feel really bummed that he yeah, did all this me too. for no I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed right now. <laughs> but he had the chance to get money. I know. He could have went for 200 with both eyebrows, but he didn't. I know. Bad decisions. <laughs> Came in yesterday, and my vision was blurry for at least the first hour and a half of the show. And I was like, hey. You saw that reporter on TV who a listener saw the bump on her neck and then she got it checked out and they caught the cancer. And I was like, what's up with my blurry vision? So we got a lot of people here calling in. Here's James in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I listened to you on 106.9, the Twister out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I just heard your comment about your eyes being blurry. Seven years ago, I was in the Army and I had the same issue. I was constantly looking at computer screens and things because I was a UAV pilot. I know you work in media, so... Maybe that could be what's going on is your screens and stuff. There's a blue light filter. Try turning that off and see if that helps. I hope everything works out for you, brother. Have a great day and God bless, man. Thanks, James. Appreciate that. All right. How, how is it right now? Eh, it's fine. It's okay. not the best, but it's fine. Uh, here's another one that isn't, um, the news isn't as positive with this next caller. Hey, Bobby. 
I wanted to uh, ask you if uh, you have any other symptoms like uh, you're thirsty all the time or you have to go to the bathroom all the time. Blurry vision is a common sign for diabetes. Um, as a fellow diabetic, I can tell you that that's definitely something that we don't check enough. Uh, you should definitely get checked. You just get your blood sugar checked. Your doctor can check your A1C, but hope everything's all right. Thanks a lot for all y'all do. What's funny is I was drinking water right when he was saying that, and Amy looked at me and goes, hmm. I know. I just got a lot of blood work done. And so much because I don't have a genetic history and I have some other issues that are happening right now with my brain. And so I don't know my parents' genetic history. My, my dad left when I was five, six years old. Um, don't know my mom. She's not alive. And so I'm having to do all these extra tests. My point is I think if it was something like that, they would have found it in that blood work, huh? If they're looking for it, I mean, uh, I get that they have your blood, but they, they don't did it run all. every single they test. Tested they tested it, it all. for diabetes? They did IQ test, driver's test. They did all the tests. Oh, with your blood? Yeah, okay. they just had it run down. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the calls. I'm monitoring it. It's not the best, but I'm monitoring it. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So an NBA player is in a lot of trouble because, you know, they live in a bubble right now and they're supposed to stay in their bubble. And if they break protocol, then they're in big trouble. This one guy left the bubble to go to a strip club. So now he's being fined or not fined. He'll lose $150,000 because he's not going to be able to play. And then he's quarantined for 14 days. So to me, I just feel like if you're an NBA player, you should probably be like be smart and be part of the team and know what you need to do. You can't leave to go to a gentleman's club. What is he thinking? I agree. It's irresponsible, not just of him, but he could have got his teammates sick too. And then, as a matter of fact, that could have been the move that canceled the whole season. Let's say he goes and gets COVID, comes in, plays a single game. Mm-hmm. It's all shut down. Yeah. The entire... The, so I mean, the good news is he, he's okay. The bad news is, yeah, what a bonehead. Yeah. There have been other people accidentally walk out of the bubble. One guy walked out getting Uber Eats, met his Uber Eats driver, and then back into quarantine. Uh, Zion Williamson had a family member, I think, die. He had to go to a funeral, and he couldn't hop into practice back into quarantine. Mm. But they've they've tested everybody in the bubble. Zero cases so far. Oh, As opposed to baseball, who yesterday we see that, I think it was 14 people total on the Marlins. And so the Marlins couldn't play. They they, They canceled or postponed the Phillies and Yankees, I think... Or the Yankees and Marlins, whatever the whole the mix. I don't know if baseball is going to make it. Yeah. Well, the NBA is doing things a little bit differently, speaking of baseball, than what they're doing. So when the season restarts this Thursday, 300 fans are going to get to attend each game virtually. Kind of like a huge Zoom meeting. <laughs> and their faces are going to be on giant courtside video screens. So while baseball is doing the cardboard cutouts, NBA is doing the virtual Zoom meeting. Probably a little easier. It's inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just how it'll be different. I thought if college football w- was going on, it would be funny. And I don't think college football happens right now. And I say that as someone who's going to be extremely disappointed because that's my favorite Arkansas Razorback football. But I thought it'd be funny if they just put one fan in the stands and we watched them react to their mm-hmm. team. The yeah. camera's always on them mm-hmm. and they had to react. I mean, I think that's genius. Uh, all right. What else you got? So Ryan Reynolds is trying to help a Canadian woman recover a stolen teddy bear that includes a recording from her mother who has since passed away from cancer. And he's saying he's going to give $5,000 to anyone who returns it. No questions asked. So this woman, she was moving and the teddy bear was stolen 
along with some other things out of a moving truck, and she's just desperate to get it back. The teddy bear is wearing a red and white dress with black framed glasses, just like her mom wore, and she just really would like it. Obviously, it's something special to her. So Ryan Reynolds is doing being a nice guy, helping her out. Well, he saw the tweet, and he, retweet, he quote retweeted the tweet that and, was going, hey, if yeah. anybody finds this bear, 5000 bucks, no questions asked. Yep. He goes, I think we all need this bear to come home, and he's right. And we have a clip of the bear recording. Always remember that you make money from home. No matter where you are, a part of me will always be with you forever. I love you. Man. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I hope she gets that back. I know. I mean, if you're a thief, you you play that and you have a little bit of a heart and you return it. Well, we have a lot of thieves that listen to the show. So <laughs> even if you're not that thief, you may know the thief. So mm-hmm. let them know. All right, yeah. what else? So Luke Combs had this bet and he was supposed to be a vegan for a full 90 days. And he quit a third of the way through. He couldn't do it. And it made me think of it because like years ago, didn't you have some bed or you went vegetarian or something for three months? And well, you- so two things. One, yeah, Luke talked about this on my podcast in my house yeah. for a long time. He said, I lost the bed. I got to be a vegan for 90 days. Mm-hmm. I, it's the first I've heard. Is there a clip of him talking about it or no? Okay, so it's the first I've heard of that he quit. That he didn't follow through. And, and secondly, I was I had a girlfriend way back in the day who was a vegetarian. And I was like, there's nothing to this. Because she would always be like, I'm a vegetarian. It's, it's hard. I was like, okay, fine. So I was a vegetarian. It was fine. It wasn't that hard. Yeah. I mean, I missed some of the meat. I love meat. Love to get a good piece of meat in my mouth. But I mean, other than that, it was fine. It was easy. Well, Luke missed it too much. Vegan's it, different though. No cheese. Yeah. And he, or like no eggs. eggs. Yeah. Something like that. So No leather. And my underwear is leather every no day. Butter. Yeah. Anything. He, the bet was with his keyboard player. So, and he was so irritable or over it and wanted to quit, but obviously felt bad about the bet, but just felt like if it caused too many issues or if he kept doing it, he was just going to fire his keyboard player. So the keyboard player was cool with him just quitting being vegan. All right. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Did you see the video of the pizza guy that got the $100 tip? No. And then you see his face when he looks at his... So Doug Barlow ordered a pizza over the weekend. And so he's like, all right, pizza, bring it in. Delivery driver comes up and he leaves the guy a $100 tip. So after making the drop off, you see the driver go back and everything's on a doorbell cam now. And he looks at the tip, just normal, like look down. And he's like, what the? And then he just looks back at the door and is like, Wow. And so they went to the guy and they were like, hey, what's up with that tip? He goes, I'm blessed to still have a job and be able to afford it. So that's what I'm doing. Love it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good video too. I know. I'm sure for a minute you got to think. Was like, it a is mistake? it a typo? Yeah. yeah. Or like a, you wrote the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's go over to Amy and get that joke. The morning corny. What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? What is it? Uh, I don't know, and I don't care. (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. All right, here's a voicemail we got from you guys. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Right. How jealous are you of Bay's bachelorette chip? Because not going to lie, it looked better than yours. (laughs) (laughs) So when Raymundo went, they had a nice time. I slept on a couch. Yeah, it was fine, though. When she went... They stayed in a top floor suite with a built-in spa, hot tub. They got a Rolls Royce to 
be driven around in. When they first arrived, Dom Perignon. Yeah. The finest champagne there is. Yeah, they did it right. Her girls took care of her. Not that they like her more than my boys like me. Wow. So her girls took care of her more than your boys took care of you? Maybe they saved up and then they wanted to show her how much they love her. They did very well. But yeah, I was a little jealous, but I'm proud of her. That was great. I, she killed the trip. And anything new with the wedding? No, exact same. October 24th, ready to go. Get your suit. You're going to be a groomsman. <laughs> I'm still, still not, not suited up now. Are you? It's no, okay. I'm not suited up. Guys, what are you all waiting for? It's on? okay. I uh, tried to just... rush you guys, but I, I, you still have time. It, honestly, you can do it month of. Okay. I just did it for a bit for the show. I said get it done in a month. Uh, I think maybe two people did it in a month, but <laughs> it's fine. Here are the biggest songs in country music this week. At number three, Chris Jansen, done. Number two, Luke Bryan, one margarita. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. And Miranda Lambert, number one with Bluebird. She said it's been eight years since she had a number one on Billboard charts and six on Media Base. Crazy it's been that long since she's had a number one, huh? Yeah, doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I, but I, I would have thought maybe a year or two. But good for her. I know you love that song. So good. The number one pop song right now is Dua Lipa, Break My Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on TikTok a lot lately. Have you? I see there, no, because Stashira, she deleted it once. Which now I don't think it's going away. It was going away, and then now it's not. But I think she felt like she was doing something illegal, so she deleted it. Because of China. Yeah. So I don't know if she'll get back into it. I pulled on my phone to, to see my TikTok app, but my Instagram was up, and everybody's posting these black and white pictures of themselves, all these women. What's the purpose? Explain to me why. I know they're saying it's the supporting women challenge, but why are they doing it in black and white? What am I not understanding about this? I don't know why black and white, but I think it's, so that you automatically maybe know. For me, it's easy once I see one a girl posting in black and white. I'm like, oh, she must be doing the challenge. Something about that is associated. But what's the? Ch- oh, oh, it is. But what's the challenge? Because I read them and they're like, okay, I love supporting women. And then it's a picture. And here's the thing too. Who knew so many people had glamour shots just on call? <laughs> okay. So this is one of the notes I got. There is a women empowerment challenge on Instagram. I think you are so. Amazing, and I was careful to choose who I think will meet the next challenge. But above all, I choose women I know share value. I mean, just goes on and on and says, and then it closes. I choose you because you're beautiful, strong, and incredible. Hashtag women supporting women. So then what you're supposed to do is post your picture and keep it going. You know, but I mean. But I don't under, but. But what do you, I think it's a women, it's supposed to be like a chain that when you receive the note mm-hmm. as a woman, you feel like, oh, wow, thank you for got recognizing it. me. Awesome. Like then, you think it. I'm strong and awesome. And then you post it and then you send the message out to women you think are Love strong it. and awesome. And it's a domino effect. Okay. I, I didn't know if the black and white, what the picture was about. I just know that, again, it's like headshot galore. But like my cousin's got a headshot. Yeah. She works at a bank. Like how did she get a headshot? <laughs> I don't know why they chose black and white, but like in, in another one I got from Did you like do it? Angie Taylor, who's a radio girl with us. She said, post a photo in black and white alone and write challenge accepted. 
and then mention my name, identify 50 women to do the same. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you posted a picture? I haven't yet because I didn't. I Can just, I? On yours? You're not a woman. How funny would it be though if I posted one? No, because that would be you making fun of what it, but, uh, the women that no, are. No, it's not. Totally, what if somebody sent me a nice message? I don't do, see gender. Do you mean to see? <laughs> However you identify. <laughs> you can. I didn't know. That's a good explanation it. though that all the challenges happening behind the scenes. Yes. So okay. they're sliding into your DMs, letting you know that you're awesome. And then you go to your page, you put up a black and white, and then you slide into other women's DMs, empowering them. Sounds hot. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I should post one. I don't know. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Blake Shelton. Hey, man, what's happening? What are you doing, good buddy? Hey, where are you right now? At home, I'm assuming. What, what state? I am literally pulled over on the side of the highway in uh, Oklahoma. How often are you going back and forth? I, cause, yeah, are you staying mostly in Oklahoma or are you going to California at all? I have been in, in uh, southern Oklahoma since. March the twelfth. Oh, you haven't left at uh, all. Well, we have we had left for like two or three days here and there, but I've not been back to uh, California at all. And but we have to go. We do have to go next week. We actually start working on the show again, which is going to be interesting to say the least. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work, but we're going. So, are they setting up the the whole deal inside your house to do it virtually again? <laughs> I. You know what? I hope so, but I, if that happens, it'll only happen maybe you know once the show uh, goes live again. We're going to try to shoot our our blind auditions like we always have, just without an audience, and and obviously everybody kind of however far away we're supposed to be from each other. So I don't know how it's, how it's going to be to be honest with you. Will they send you a chair? Have they sent you a chair to your house? Because that'd be pretty cool if you had your own virtual flip around chair. Man, that would be badass. What? I tell you, they did send a chair out with me on tour. We have like this, when I tour, we have this like a VIP room that people go in and they can take their picture with the with the voice chair. But I don't have one for my house. It doesn't really, it doesn't go with all the deer heads, Bobby. You, you've seen it in there. You've been in there. It doesn't, I don't think it would match. Yeah, uh, Blake's Ranch is like a hunting show. You just go out there. It, it's just animals. Some an, I'm not even sure they're real animals. I think you like merge some together to make to mountains. Jackalopes. Yeah. yeah. Blake Shelton's on with us. He's got a new song, Happy Anywhere, with Gwen. So your last song was with Gwen. Did it ever come where you go, I don't know if we should do two in a row, or was it like, let's do another one because that one was so big? You know, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a discussion about, you know, uh, is it weird to do two in a row? Or, you know, but at the end of the day, I just want to put out the best music I can, you know, best songs I can that are, and especially for right now with the message of this song, it just seemed like, who cares? Let's just, this is a song we want to release right now. Let's do it. And and we're locked down here together. We, Gwen's brother was in quarantine with us here. And, and I have some video equipment that I've gathered up over the years. And so we were able to make this homemade music video and we've had a blast with it. So. Would you do, and, and bear with me for a second, like a George and Tammy, an entire record of you two that was specifically songs that you both sang on? I don't think so. It's hard for me, honestly. It's I'm starting the, the more and more time that goes by. I'm starting to wonder, you know, why I do an album at all, really. <laughs> just uh, I'm having a blast putting out just singles, you know, and people just stream music now or 
or get it on iTunes or whatever. And it just seems like, you know, albums are, I would rather just record a bunch of music and, and release them all as singles, you know, uh, and, and not necessarily, they don't have to be, you know, radio promoted singles, but just get music out there as soon as you can. So I don't think so. Maybe by the end of, of uh, 10 or 20 years here, we'll have enough duets together that we could release, we could put them all together and release them as a, some kind of a hits package. I don't know. You ask all the tough questions, but how are you been, by the way? I'm fine. I mean, who, nobody cares. They, people listen to me talk for five hours every day. Nobody wants me and you to talk together and hear me talk about me. Yeah, but you sound sad. I'm not sad. No, I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> be sad. I'm, I'm just, well, you just kind of, you know, you just, you just kind of cut to the chase. No, I, <laughs> listen, there's a weird pattern in interviewing, especially you, because you got a little quicker quip than most folks so a little bit i got to be on my toes so when you're done talking i try to jump back in because you know you do these interviews where you stop talking and i'm sitting here just going uh so i'll pause after you finish for now on and go into the next question but a little brighter how about that okay all right you sound like you have a smile already so blake so (laughs) nice pause (laughs) hey i had to make a list recently of my favorite blake shelton songs um, would you be offended that I put your cover of Footloose as one of my top five? No, no way. I, I've said all along I love other people's music way more than mine, so I couldn't agree with you more. Nice. Yeah, nice pause there, by the way. But you still didn't answer like that. <laughs> See, no, I can't even stop. Like yeah. Okay, go ahead. Ask one question. I'll do, I'll do one question. Go ahead. Are you depressed? No, I'm not <laughs> depressed. I'm actually happier than I've ever been. I got a girlfriend. Uh, we, we live together. I've never lived with a, a girl or a woman before in my whole life. Uh, all right, Blake Shelton's on with us. Hey, are you missing the road? Or are you enjoying finally being able to chill out for a minute at home for like an extended period of time? Yeah, I'm not going to. I don't miss the road. I, I mean, I'm not going to be. I'm not ever going to lie to you, buddy. I, I, I've been doing this for so long, 20 years, that. And obviously, nobody likes these circumstances. I don't like the circumstances, but I don't hate being forced to stay home. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't missed it yet. I know I will at some point, but right now it's like, holy crap. There's actually, I can actually see seasons changing. You know, it's pretty cool. Hey, I turned 40 this year. <laughs> okay, I'll I stop. I can't handle I don't, the pauses. Listen, when I was trying to do a, like a solid interview with good timing, I got ridiculed by our guest. And now, <laughs> uh, I turned 40 a couple months ago. I had a little gray coming in on my sideburns. Did you ever think about dyeing your hair? Or were you always comfortable with that, the rocking out, the, the gray you got going now? Man, I had been comfortable with it until, right up until this spring. And... And here's what I've here's what I've figured out. My hair and makeup girl, her name is Michelle, in in Los Angeles. She really earns her money. And because when we started broadcasting the voice from home, and she wasn't here anymore, holy crap! <laughs> and so I could see myself on TV. I'm like, Jesus, look at me. And so Gwen actually colored my hair. She like did like ordered some we first we tried just regular old like shampoo just for men color and that wasn't moving the dial enough so she actually ordered some real hair dye and and did it and it were in my beard and stuff and so like by the finale of the show i was like damn that's not so bad i'm not so proud that i'm not gonna so as we speak 
I just told her a couple of days ago, said, hey, it's getting close to blind. You need to do whatever you did to my hair again because it's already grown back out gray and my beard is gray. And it's just, you can't be fat and old. You see what I'm saying? So I gotta, I'm got not going to lose weight. So at least I can do this. Couple is somebody in the car with you laughing at your joke? Yeah, you can hear her. She's here. Oh, is that Gwen? Hey, Gwen. <laughs> All right, let me let me wrap on this. I got two quick things for you. Um, okay. By the way, Blake Shelton's on. I'm going to play uh, the new song with you and Gwen Happy Anywhere coming up in a second. But first, I'm going to play... Finally, oh, thank God. Yeah, you're welcome. At first, I'm going to play Austin, your first ever number one, which loves still. It's kind of tell me um, where you were when they called you to tell you that Austin had hit number one. I was actually, believe it or not, I was... So when that song came out, you know, back then, you would you would go do, all, you know, obviously all the radio tours. But then when the album was coming out, and I don't think that people do this anymore because it doesn't really exist, but we'd go do in-store autograph signings like at Walmart or Hastings or Blockbuster Music, things that you don't, kids don't even know about anymore. You'd go, like, sign autographs for two hours at whoever was selling your record. And so my label had put me on this autograph album release tour and and one of the stops uh was in my hometown of ada oklahoma and i was at my mom's house when they called and said austin just went number one at at country radio so it was perfect place to be and none of us really understood is you know wait a minute it's number one song but i thought it was number one it's number one album like you're trying to even learn the business it was happening so fast so i still remember like the label called and they were all celebrating on the other line and i just couldn't believe it i could i was so young i was having a hard time even understanding what was happening you know well there he is your friend of mine good to talk to you blake appreciate the time congratulations on not only getting to spend time with family but all the success as always bye blake bye gwen see you guys Bye. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Three 14-year-old boys in Georgia were out walking around the neighborhood when they saw a house on fire. They're like, oh, no, we got to do something. They start banging on the door, and they hear some people inside. They run in, save the animals, get the people out, and then the other two 14-year-olds grab the water hoses and start spraying the fire and put it out. They did all of it? They rescued and then put out the fire? And put out the fire. Man, they should get, they're 14, they should get like a coupon to Dick's Sporting Goods or something. Something. Yeah, but they don't consider themselves heroes. Just doing what you got to do to help your neighbor. If they, listen, every, I'm going to say it, 15-year-old girl at their school should be like, what's up, boys? For sure. Yeah. At least for a minute. Dang, that's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Natalie Portman is getting super jacked because she's going to be the next Thor. You know, she was in it as like his girl. But now she's gonna be the next Thor. She is getting ripped up. I tell you, it's crazy how ripped up she can get. I, like I'm working, my body does not bounce back as quick. I had Mexican food on Saturday, <laughs> still sitting there. Hmm. And it used to go away pretty quick. Now I'm just living in a, a, a tank of Mexican food in my body. I cannot get it out of here. She's getting ripped up, man. According to Portman, her version of Thor is not considered Lady Thor, but rather the Mighty Thor. I like that Thor wins okay. Morgan, you've seen them all. Yeah, I've seen them all. I like Thor. I think I like the first one the best. The the two that followed after it aren't 
as good as the first one, in my opinion. I liked Thor in the Avengers more than I liked Thor the movie. That's I only know Thor from the Avengers. Let me ask you this question. If you were to play one of the Avengers, which one do you think you could pull off the best? Or any superhero. Like, what superhero do you think you could pull off the best? Uh, so is Black Widow an Avenger? Yeah. Whatever Scarlett Johansson did. You do kind of look like her. I'd, I'd do that. Whatever that was. I think I would be the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, why? Well, because the guy's a nerdy scientist, doctor oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, and then he turns into... Yeah, the, the other guy's, like, not even real. Yeah. But I, but I thought you would just choose Iron Man just out of sheer, like, love for the... I would love that. Yeah. Do you feel like Elon Musk is our version of Iron Man now? Yes. I've, yeah. I'm like, one day he's going to come out in a suit and fly away. There was, a, speaking of movies, a lady that was in Gone with the Wind died at 104 years old. Do you see that? No. She was 104. I think she was the last remaining actress on From the, the movie? movie Gone with the Wind. And I was thinking, would you want to go out at 104? Let's just say as you get older, you know, things aren't working the same. Would you rather get old and be alive, but things aren't happening as well for you, like down below? I don't think I need a just yeah. It, I'd base it on quality of life, and I don't know where I would be at 104. So yeah, I don't need to live that long. But pick an age though where you feel like from right now. It's a weird question to ask, but right now you'd be pretty comfortable if you went out at 95. Oh, old. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would go 100 just so I could hit that three digits. Yeah. Back in the day, the Queen used to send. She still may in England send everybody a a little proclamation if they reach 100 years old. Oh. And like she signs it. Nice I think Willard Scott used to do that here on TV. Do you remember that? He'd mm-hmm. get on the news and be like. I don't even know who Willard Scott is. Nah. Old school. You're one year younger than I am. Ugh. Don't act like it's a whole different. <laughs> I don't, like it's a generational gap. <laughs> um, a while ago, people on Twitter were debating if the Queen of England had ever eaten a hot dog. I bet she hadn't. You don't think so? No. I think it's an interesting question. Because I don't know that hot dogs, are they popular in England anyway? I mean, I guess like a brat, but then that's. I don't know. I would think at some point in her life, even if she was in the States. Visiting, true. That she would have tried a hot dog. Oh, yeah, because, you know, in her early days, and I know this because of The Crown, my my history show, The Crown on Netflix, she would, you know, travel the world and take go to the horse things, like maybe somewhere there was a hot dog. You're right. But a, a hot dog, though, is pretty ubiquitous, where I think they're everywhere regardless I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I think so. I'm going to say yes to the queen eating a hot dog. How do we find You're out? You're going to say no. I don't know. What about this? Because I made some other ones. What about a hot pocket? You think the queen's ever? Never. No. That'd be a tough one. No way. She doesn't, they don't. Because that's straight from the grocery store. And then, it's a, no, not happening. So I'd, I would go yes on the hot dog, no on the hot pocket. How about a Big Mac? The queen mm. of England. I would say yes, because at some point, popular culture, she's at least tried a Big Mac. Right. Like you, maybe when she went to the grand opening of the one near Buckingham Palace or something. But she probably didn't cut the ribbon, honestly. <laughs> yes or no to a Big Mac? <laughs> I'll give you a yes. Yeah. How about Little Debbie snacks? No. Yeah, no. Cheetos? No. No. Cheese Whiz? No way. A s'more? I think maybe a s'more. They have fires? Maybe. Some people, some of my friends here in America have never had a s'more. They shouldn't be your friends anymore. Oh, uh, no. All right. If you go into Hawaii right now, you have to quarantine for 14 days. Like, you land, you go to a hotel, you chill for 14 days, and then if you don't have symptoms, you don't test positive for coronavirus, you get to go out into Hawaii. 
They got it unlocked. They don't want people on their island getting coronavirus. Yeah. So I this understand. girl, this girl Anne, she goes and she's supposed to lock herself down for 14 days. She's 20 years old. She's an Instagram influencer. Of course. Problem is, she starts taking videos of herself dancing in a store and eating. Like they probably aren't going to monitor you to where they have someone looking at you to see if you're really in there. A lot of it's probably going to be trust. All, it's only up to you to not post something on Instagram or Twitter. Like that's all you have to do is not post something. First of all, you should lock yourself in right. if that's the rule. But I'm just saying most people wouldn't. They'd probably go for a week, be like, I'm cool. They're going to go out. All she had to do was not post. But she just couldn't resist it. After her arrest, she got on social media and apologized. She claimed local cops that she could go out. Okay. That's story one. Dang, she got arrested. Yeah. Can you imagine that in jail? What are you in for? Left quarantine early in Hawaii. <laughs> right. Uh, a guy walks through Walmart coughing on clothes saying that he probably had corona. They had to destroy the clothes. He's now facing felony charges. Here is some audio of his coughing fit filmed by a customer. That's gross to me. I don't under, our country's being taken over by dum-dums. Mm-hmm. Um, this is well, really bringing some to light, at least. Kyle, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Kyle Arendelle, 39, was busted for aggravated breach of peace and malicious injury to property. He's walking around. He got, I mean, he's in jail. But he said he could or did have COVID-19. And so he thought it would be funny just to walk. But I don't understand what his what his bit is. I would have understood his bit if it was for TikTok. I'm not saying it's right or like an Instagram video because at least that would have been terrible humor. You should have probably still get in trouble for it, for sure. But if he's not, like, what was his point? He's by himself. He's coughing. Like, what's the get from that? I don't know. Good question. We have to ask him. I don't want to talk to that guy. Trying to hit that up. Anyway, saw that too. What's wrong? What's wrong with people? Oh, yeah, sorry. What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? Thank you. Lunchbox had to call the cops on a graduation party at his house. (gasps) Have you heard this? What? No. Near his house? (gasps) You ratted people out for congregating with more than 10 people? I was walking with the family through the neighborhood uh. and they had a graduation party going on, right? Uh. And it had a big old banner on the front porch, congratulations. First name started with a G and then it had pictures of this guy in the front yard and there was easily 50 people there. You call the cops. And I am sitting here going, I am following all the guidelines. I'm not doing anything. And this just irked me. Maybe I was in a bad mood and I was just like, this is so unacceptable. Some people had masks, some didn't, and I was just like, this can't happen. This can't happen in my neighborhood. And so I called the non-emergency number, and I talked to a dispatcher, and I said, listen, I know we're supposed to not have people and this amount of people, but there's a party going on. It's a graduation party. Congratulations to the graduate. But. You told the dispatcher congratulations to the graduate? Yes. Okay. I said, but. They're breaking the rules. There's at least 50 people there. I would say estimated 50 people, and they're not socially distanced. Amy's so, shocked right now. I'm shocked. So okay. I'm I shocked. and I gave him the address, and I was like, so you guys, and he goes, I'll pass it on to the officer, and we'll get it checked out. Now, do I know if the police went and broke it up? I assume they did, because that's what the law enforcement is supposed to do. But, man, it was a bad look. And it was a high school graduate, so the parents should know better. So I blame the parents, too. Agree with the sentiment. I don't know that I would have called the cops. You? I just feel like that was Lunchbox maybe 10 years ago. Or would you? Also, 
She's saying you would have had the party 10 years ago. Right, I but understand. I think I would have had the party exactly. 10 years ago. I would have, but now I'm not. And so why are they having a party when I can't do anything? So, But so did you call because you were concerned for their fi- safety or you're like, I'm following the rules, so they need to follow the That's rules. What I call That's why I called. Not because they're having the party and I'm not. It's because, wait a minute, like if I'm going to follow the rules, like screw you guys. And you don't know if the cops came or not? I'm not sure, but I assume that because she said, the, the person said, I'll pass it along to the officers. Do you wow. think you'll be known in your neighborhood as the... Uh, snitch. Yeah. Ah, I mean... Especially no. after this segment airs. That's the problem. I was going to say, there's no way to trace it back to me, well, but you G, just said his name starts with a G. I, congratulations on graduating. I hope you're headed off to the University of... I don't want to say. It is a bit irresponsible to have a party. Totally. Yes. Why didn't you just tell them that? Oh, I don't know who's, I mean, I don't know the people. I'm not going to go knock on the door. Hey, excuse me. Can I talk to the parents? No, just let the cops handle it. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I guess that is what we're supposed to do. I'm just shocked Lunchbox did it. Is it what we're supposed to do, though? Do we call the cops on gatherings? Oh, I don't. (laughs) But I mean, I would just be like, I'm going to take care of myself. That's what I think. Like God sort the rest out. (laughs) They're the ones that decided to do that. So that's on them. And I'm just going to probably gasp at it. Same thing with, you know, the group of teenage boys that I saw walking Chick-fil-A without masks when everybody else is wearing a mask. And Did you call the cops? No. Did you call Pobos? No, but I was annoyed and frustrated and I didn't say anything, but I'm like, you know what? I guess that's on them. Um, I'm wearing my mask to protect them. I guess they don't want to wear a mask to protect other people. I don't know. I feel like wearing a mask is the most patriotic thing you could possibly do. Because you're looking at, because we're the only country really, except for like Brazil, that's struggling with this. Other countries did it right. They shut down. They're going back to school. They're going back to work. They got protocol. We we didn't do it right. No, but what's? I would love our economy to get back. But you know how it's going to get back? Being able to get back fully, not step forward, step back, step forward, step back. That's why you call the cops, folks. I don't know about that. Well, get. You know what? Do you feel good about it? I feel good. I feel like I was a responsible citizen right there. I can't believe you called the cops out there. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, but I mean, me- it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You guys can send us emails. If you have long questions, hit us with them. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby. My name is Faith. I listen to the podcast every day. Mom of three. My oldest daughter just turned nine. The other day, I went to drop her laundry in a room. and couldn't turn the doorknob because she had locked it. I stared at the knob for a minute, confused, and then knocked, saying, hey, open up the door. We talked. She told me she wants to be able to lock her bedroom door. Now, I know my daughter has a right to privacy, but she's only nine. What could she be hiding? Because I also feel that I have the duty to be able to do whatever I need to do to keep her safe. I just think of the worst, and I'm conscious that I may sound a little paranoid, but is nine too young to be wanting to have their bedroom door locked? want to see if you or Amy have any advice. Signed, Faith. Amy, your kids' ages are? Nine and 13. Okay. You hear this email. What do you think? I, I, my kids don't lock their doors. So, so she was 13 and I think there's times I've gone up to her room and it's been locked, but I think she locked it because of her brother, not to keep me out. And the minute I knock, she's like, oh, hey, and it's not a big deal. And it's not a regular thing. She's not up in her room with it locked or when she goes to sleep, it's not locked at all. So I haven't had to deal with that. What would you say to her? I think nine, a nine-year-old doesn't need to lock their door. I would agree. I don't have any kids, but I'll say that I think a nine-year-old is lucky to be able to shut their door. Yeah. <laughs> I think Good that's point. a nice piece of privacy. I think it, you start earning privacy. Mm-hmm. I think privacy is earned. And if you do something bad, then you lose it, especially if you're a kid. I think nine, the door gets to be shut. That's awesome. I think 12, you probably start to get to lock the door a little bit. 
Who I knows? mean, if you have siblings, like right. I could see that right. wanting to keep your annoying brother or sister out or whatever. But if if it's a single or a, no, like a only child. I don't know why they would ever need to lock their door. Well, they could be listening to their music. They just think it's... Pro- I mean, I understand sure. why anyone would want to lock a door. Yeah. There's also a feeling of someone just can't get into my space without having to ask permission, like a treehouse. Even a treehouse without a lock. I'm just saying, you want your own space that people can't come in without... So I yeah. get it. But I'm with you, Faith, and so is Amy. Yeah, I think she, nine's probably a little too young. You have a few more years to not deal with that. Lunchbox went around getting socially distanced reactions to this. And you asked the people what? I just asked them, is it okay for a nine-year-old girl to lock her bedroom door? All right, who'd you talk to first? Uh, I talked to a lady at the uh, Chipotle drive-thru. Okay, here we go. My house, my rules. Like, you can have your privacy, but also be respectful of my house. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what's a nine-year-old hiding that they're locking right, their door? locking the door. Like, it's one thing to close the door, but to lock it as well, it's kind of, like, suspicious. And then the second clip? Uh, second clip is uh, Starbucks. The drive-thru? Drive-thru you just hope the drive-thru is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, this is, like, the reason I don't want to have children because I don't want to make these decisions. But I would say no, she's nine. Okay. I've, I've got some mixed thoughts in the in the Starbucks here, though. I've got some folks saying yes, that they should allow their child the freedom to explore whatever they want to explore. But okay, but you say no because... But I say no because maybe they'll start a fire and burn down the house. Okay, now let me talk to someone that says yes. I want to hear their thoughts. Hi. I think they should be able to lock their room with supervision. So, how, like, how does that you know, work? Like, I mean, like, make sure they obviously don't have any flammables in the room or whatever, and like check in on them once in a while. But everybody deserves the right to privacy. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just need a long time, or maybe their family drives them crazy or something. There you go. Okay. That's a, good, that's a good take. You want anything to drink? No, I don't. I just really was like, I'm going to pull in here, Starbucks. Oh <laughs> Oh, They're no. doing a show for Lunchbox <laughs> at Starbucks. The girl's like, listen, as long as you have any meth in there, let her have it. You know? No bongs? Of course, yeah, let her go. fine. I mean, everyone deserves the right to privacy. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your email. You can always email us. Morgan, what is it? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. What you got going on today? I'm working on my podcast room at my house today. I have some stuff that I have to put together from Lowe's, like a desk and like some chairs. So I'm going to be building furniture. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to go and shoot some stuff at the Opry today. Oh, nice. Because the show comes on Saturday. We shoot some backstage and some promo stuff today. I have a FaceTime because we bought that cabin in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so the guy that was living there before was like, hey, if you're going to buy into this furniture, you can. I think, I think you wanted to move it. So I have a FaceTime with the realtor there to see if I want to buy any of the stuff. Oh. We should be closing next week. That's awesome. Yeah. Go live in the woods. Live off the land. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. you could. Can you? You can hunt. I mean, you could. You oh, I thought could. you meant it from this place. No, not this place, but live off the land forever. I probably My farming skills probably aren't that good. Oh. I could, like, sure, I can hunt. I could shoot things. But then you got to go buy bullets. That's not the living off the land. What am I going to do? <laughs> Whittle... Of spear? I'm just saying I think you could. Yeah, I'd do okay. Uh, all right, that's it. Bye, everybody. Come on, come on. Get your Bobby Bones on.